Aloha and welcome to the Empowered Empath Podcast. For those of you who have just found me or you're just tuning in, this was formerly the Spirit Chat Podcast, but I did that for years and years and I felt like that didn't suit the podcast anymore. And so we are now the Empowered Empath Podcast, which I'm super excited about. So I'm glad you're joining me today. I have a subject that I'm pretty passionate about and I would like to cover because I've been getting a lot of questions that relate to this. And truthfully, I know a lot of people have issues with this. And that's why it's called the struggling empath, because I wanted to cover a lot of stuff, whether you just found out that you were an empath or found out you were an empath a little while ago, or maybe you're just listening and you're like, maybe I am an empath. I have no idea. If you do have no idea, you might want to take the quiz that will be with this podcast, but I really want to go over some major things that can help those that are struggling with empath abilities. And there's a lot that goes into this from finding out, you know, that you're an empath to what does it mean in my life? Why is this useful? Why do I care now? Why should I care? These are all really, really important questions. And so the first thing that is sort of a pet peeve of mine is defining who you are as an empath. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of information out there about empaths that I don't love. Actually, I really don't like a lot. Uh, So a lot of people talk about basically, I guess I want to say being an empath from kind of a weaker standpoint. I don't like the way that when they talk about being an empath, they're like, oh, that's, you know, that's why you're struggling with this and that's why you're struggling with that, even though this is called the struggling empath, right? (laughs) But uh, we don't want to be struggling. You want to have information that makes you feel stronger by learning that you're an empath, not learning that you're an empath and then make you feel more vulnerable, weaker, uh, more giving you more anxiety because you're nervous about this and you're nervous about that because now you've learned that you're an empath, you know, or learning you're an empath and be like, do I tell people? Do I not tell people? You know, all of those things I feel like is not helpful. When you learn you're an empath, This should enhance your life in some way. It should give you some aha moments. It should make it feel like it brings your power back to you. Because why it's good to find out you're an empath is typically before you find out you're an empath, you are still being affected by a lot of things that empaths are affected by. And before I realize before we get into that, We need to really clearly identify what an empath is. An empath is somebody who has the ability to read energy and the degrees of empaths will vary. So what I mean by that is you might be an empath where your ability to read energy on a scale of 1 to 10 is a 1 or your friend might be a 7 or you might be a 10. It's There's varying degrees of how strong your ability is, first of all. So that's one thing that you should know. But it always means that you have this extra ability, extra sense to sense energy, feel energy, and feel environmental energy, people energy, um, astrological energy, like all these different types of energy you are now aware of and have the ability to tune into. And 
there's also spiritual energy that's in the body. And that really starts to awaken when you start realizing that you're an empath and these abilities really start kicking in. So that's what an empath is. There's a lot of stuff out there that says, oh, an empath is the ability to, uh, you know, just tune into other people. Yes, that is also a, an empath ability, but it's not just being sensitive to somebody. That's more being empathic. Empathic is being able to, you know, uh, be sensitive to to somebody's needs. And, and, and that, to me, is a different category. What I am referring to here in this podcast is the actual ability to tune into and read energy. Therefore, that energy will and does affect your life. So this is why you want to know if you're an empath. You want to know if you're an empath because most likely you, just such as myself, you were affected by this energy and your empath ability began to heighten before you knew about this empath ability. And so it causes problems because the way that we are uh, brought up, the way that we are taught for many, many years is we are taught about all these physical senses that we have, right? We have, you know, the sight and the touch and the hearing and the um, just, you know, all of those senses, the tasting. We're taught about how to utilize those. We're trained about how to utilize those. We're not typically taught about energy and how the energetic world around us is operating. We're taught about the physical world, visual things that we can see. We can see the trees. We can see animals. We can see houses, cars, etc. like that. We are not taught about the energetic components that are also attached and very much alive in all of those things. And so that's where it starts to become difficult. When your ability begins to heighten as an empath, when you your spiritual body begins to awaken, it starts heightening, you're, you're more aware of energies, it will, you will feel it in the physical body. These energies will start to alter things that you do in your life in a sense because you can start to get very overwhelmed. You can start to feel very anxious. You can start to have senses of Ooh, that feels weird or, oh, that feels awesome. You know, I want to do that more. I want to do less of this. Like it can actually start altering some of the ways that you want to do things in life. But the problem is you don't really have any, typically you don't have any physical proof of evidence or evidence of why you want to head that direction or what makes sense. Because a lot of times when you're an empath and you're reading energy, it will go against what seems sensible or sensiological, or I think I just made that word up, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so um, it will go against your sensibilities sometimes. So what I mean by that, for instance, is when you start to tune into your abilities, maybe you're super excited to go into a new restaurant or a friend's new house or something like that, and your brain is like, all geared up, you're good, you're ready to go, and then you get there and something feels off or weird, and then now we're struggling, we're having an internal struggle with, you know, I thought I was going to enjoy this, it doesn't feel like I'm going to enjoy this, what's happening, it can really be an emotional roller coaster. 
that's whether you know you're an empath or not an empath. It helps when you know you're an empath. Um, but these are things that start to happen. And the more that you're aware of energy, so let's just say your um, empath abilities started to, to develop. You didn't, maybe you weren't aware that you had them. This is kind of my story. Um, <clears throat> they start to develop and all these energies start really uh, taking a prominent seat in your life. They start being very, very strong. And you do what you've always done, which is continue on life as normal. And you go against a lot of what the energy is telling you to do. So these energies as an empath kind of help guide you and tell you a story. They're really trying to, you are receiving a lot of information through this energy, which is another thing that people don't realize. Wow, this is going to be a lot of, a really packed podcast. Um, when you are receiving information, when you are feeling information, you are, re <laughs> okay, now I just jumbled that up. When you are feeling energy, you are receiving information as well through that energy. So that energy is holding a lot of info. And it's holding a lot of info about like the story of maybe the place, the land, the, the objects. It's holding history. It's also holding the vibe of what currently is happening. Um, astrological energy is also bringing forth and flowing through your existence. Um, some of the stuff that's going on with past lives that's maybe coming to the surface and it's showing you future stuff. So we're not just sensing energy, as you can see. First, we have this ability, right? You have this ability to sense and feel energy, and that most likely will continue to grow once you notice it's there and in, 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 in existence. And then the second thing that happens is the energy will get stronger. And then the next thing that happens is you'll start noticing that there's, if you're paying attention and you're really training and developing and becoming an empowered empath, which is why I did a lot of my classes, um, then you're going to notice that you can, you can gather a lot more info. Now, all of this, however, sounds, it sounds uh, good and neat and awesome. However, when you're trained a different mindset from when you're born, it's very confusing and it's, uh, what would I say, it's hard to grasp. It's hard to believe in. It's hard to shift your beliefs and your uh, reality from what from your physical senses and what is considered quote unquote proof of the choices you're making, what choices you should make, you know where you should go, and the logical stuff going on. To I just have this feeling, I just have this sense, I can feel this. Nobody, you know, everybody's just like whatever. Hi, now you can't prove not, nothing, right? Now that's where you start to feel, and that's where people, if you mention it to them, they will tell you. Well, these are things that don't need proof. The proof is in the pudding. It's in the feeling. It's in the vibe. And it's in kind of what's going on with your receiving in the body and how that feels. Now, that is, you know, that's kind of interesting to me now that I say that because everybody wants proof, 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 you know, visual, um, written proof, you know, etc. of things being in existence. But a feeling in the body, that's very strong proof if you think about it. You know, if you put fire to your finger, run your finger over a candle flame, that's proof that that fire's hot, right? If you have uh, run up a hill and you can't breathe very well and you're trying to catch your breath and you need some water, that's proof 
that you just ran up a hill. That's proof of how your body is responding. How your body responds to energy, that's proof. That's proof for you. And this doesn't need to be proven to anyone else. That's, I'm going to get into the next part because we want, why that we, you need to know that you're an empath, why you want to know that you're an empath is for all, all of those things I just talked about. It's basically for information. It's for understanding what's happening to the body. It's for understanding what's happening with your senses and what's happening with your brain. It helps your brain to then get on board and and feed it more knowledge that it then aligns with your spiritual body. So your spiritual body and your physical body are now working together as one and they're not working separate. If you, if you don't understand you're an empath, what happens is those bodies are now working two different agendas. You have your spiritual body and, and it's sensing all the energy and all that. And you have your physical body saying, yeah, but this is logical and this is how it's supposed to be. And they're fighting each other. And you don't want that because it tears you out of alignment, but it really can affect your health. It can affect your relationships. It can affect money flow. Yes, it can affect money flow. All of those things that I just said, were they're, they're really based on energy. They really, really are. And the, the health of the body, the way that the body repairs itself, the energy of the cells, that is super energetic. And that's, again, another thing that somebody, not somebody, people don't really talk about and they don't really understand. Uh, relationships, the energetic flow, how you're vibing with somebody. You may or may not think about this, but I bet if you do, you would be shocked to go back and think about how many people in your life you get a sense from and that maybe they've said something you were thinking or et cetera, et cetera. This vibe that you got going on between you and your relationships, that that's huge. It's energetic. It's It makes or breaks relationships all the time. If people have a good energy flow between them, they're feeling loving, they're feeling open, they can feel the positivity. If they maybe are not so upfront or they're maybe hiding something or they're angry or resentful, then you have that kind of energy flow that's more of a negative uh, situation going on between you. And it doesn't have to be spousal. It can be, um, you know, with friends, with family, with kids, with anybody. So energetic flow is very important in relationships and money flow. That is money energy is huge, huge huge in your life. And so that kind of we're going to get to in a little bit. It might have to be another podcast because I have a feeling this one's going to go really long. But this is why you want to really just have the knowledge about being an empath so that then you can learn how to work with energy instead of working against energy. That's really what it comes down to. Energetic awareness, learning how to work with it, learning how to have it be a healthy aspect of your life because it's still a part of your life. You can ignore it. You can be in denial. You can do whatever. And it's still going to affect your life as an empath. Doesn't matter how you choose to do it. If you choose to deny it and ignore it, then you're in for a lot rougher ride. That's really my point with that. So then I have people ask me all the time, well, do I just tell people I'm an empath? Like, what do I do with this information? Uh, do do I, you know, talk about it? Do I tell people? 
truthfully, you don't ever need to tell a soul. It doesn't really matter. I don't even think most people would care one way or the other if you're an empath unless they really just want to debate about it one way or the other. Or maybe they want to be an empath too or they are an empath and they're excited to talk to you. But like, I don't really get the point of maybe telling people this really should be a personal thing for you. If you want to tell people great and more power to you and, and whatever. But it definitely doesn't need to be a part of your spoken identity. Believe me, this is going to sound funny, but I don't run around telling people that I'm a psychic or I'm an empath, especially when I meet new people. First of all, it freaks them out and they'd be like totally, they get this look on their face, (laughs) they kind of turn white, they don't know what to do. They either want to debate with me, which actually always turns out really well because then they always like me after that or they just want to run and hide and it just freaks people out there's like no point for me to freak out people I just met like that's just not healthy or helpful for anybody and I'm still a person so I you know I just feel like that's not something that you really need to go out and tell people and define yourself with to other people if you want to go for it um you know, I obviously do it for teaching purposes as well. However, that's my professional who I am, not in my personal who I am, like when I'm just meeting people. So you don't feel it. You don't need to. That's not even the point. You don't need to find out you're an empath to tell other people. You need to find out you're an empath so you can learn how to work with the energy around you. That's the point because you don't want to feel crappy. You don't The more that you push against your empath abilities and your empath instincts and your intuitive mindset and all that stuff that actually naturally comes with being an empath, the more you push with this resistance, the crappier you're going to feel. You just, it, it will affect your health. It will affect your relationships. It'll affect your money flow. It just is what it is. And so the other thing that somebody had asked me recently was, well, how do I find happiness again? You know, how, how am I finding happiness during this time? Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because a lot of times before empaths discover that they are empaths, they start to kind of go into a little bit of a depressive state because they are doing some things wrong that I want to point out to you. Um, and I want you to understand that it can lead to unhappiness. When your spiritual body awakens, it's not awakening. Everybody thinks, oh my God, this is going to be amazing if my spiritual body awakens and I'm going to feel wonderful and hit highs I've never hit before. Well, you'll also hit lows you've never hit before because typically when you are learning that your spiritual body awakening is happening, when your spiritual body is starting to just stretch and wiggle its toes and be- become familiar with you and you're, you're remembering it and, and you're starting to try to work together, it can be very confusing and daunting because you've typically structured your life like people who are not very sensitive to energies. And so those types of people, they work really well with doing very structured things for the physical world, making money in a very structured way, working in a very structured environment, working uh, for people, having goals that are very repetitive and systematic, 
we go to work, we make money, pay mortgage, pay rent, pay bills, go to work, make money. You know, very everything's very robotic, very systematic, but also very accepted and very quote unquote normal in society for the years and years that I've been in the past. And it's starting to change a little bit because people are starting to become more aware of their spiritual body which is more in tune with your creative abilities, which is also more in tune with wanting more freedom, time, time in nature, travel. These are all parts of your spiritual body, things that it craves. It craves freedom, expansion, uh, knowledge, uh, and all of this comes with also travel and nature feels good because nature's grounding. So if you really are tuning into your spiritual body, you're going to be gravitating towards things that other people are going to say, well, that's just nonsense. We don't do it that way. Why would you do that? Why? How are you ever going to do this? You know, how are you going to have this flexible schedule? How are you going to have this flexible lifestyle? How are you going to be traveling so much? Where are you getting this money from? So it starts to go against all of these things that you've been taught, but also all the feedback you'll get if you start telling people. They'll just lose their mind, seriously. And then, it, and the funny thing, it's not even necessarily because they're judging you and think that, you know, you're not smart. It's because they're also like, why can't I do that? Like, I want to learn how, you can't do that. It almost angers people in a way. It's very strange. It almost angers them like, well, you're doing it and how do you do, you know, like, it, it triggers something within them. And typically, they're probably impasse as well because they are also forcing themselves down that road. So when it comes to the unhappiness part, <clears throat> the first thing that you will want to do as an empath is not ignore the energy flow and intuition. And that is something that begins to strengthen as an empath, right? So you've lived your life being normal. Now this ability strengthening this energy and this intuitive part of yourself and you're most likely going to do what most people do and just trying to stuff a cork on it. If you cork it really hard, then maybe you won't have those feelings. Maybe you won't have the internal conflict because you will have a lot of that if you are developing as an empath and you're not understanding what that empathic journey entails. So um, you're going to have a lot of internal conflict because you're 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 having this argument between left brain right brain uh, physical body spiritual body of what you should do what you can do what it, you are capable of doing and what that journey looks like for you um one is gonna be you know like i said very systematic and the other one's gonna be like yeah so imagine it like a parent child like the parents going no you have to do it this way and the kids going yeah but why we got to do this. We got to do that. And this is fun. I want to follow all fun things. And your parents going, because you can't do that. You have to be responsible. And you're like, this makes no sense. So this is kind of the internal conflict that goes on. And so you will first want to, especially after this podcast, I would even suggest keeping a little journal notes in your phone. That's what I always tell people to do. How much are you ignoring? What type of feeling? So at the end of the day, if you started writing down, or during the day, if you're finding, gosh, I really feel the urge to this, but I'm going to do this instead, make a note. If you're finding that, you know, when you went to that restaurant, things just felt off to you, but you went anyways, and then you went and it wasn't so good. You know, do you see what I mean? 
Like start paying attention more to where is this flow taking you? Because as an empath, you have this consistent tune into this energetic flow. Your spiritual body's feeling it all the time. So it's trying to move you. It's moving you and guiding you in these different directions. And it's in if you're going with the flow, you're kind of making decisions based on what feels good and moving that direction. And this feels good. I'm going to move this direction. And then your brain steps in and goes, nope, 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 stop, move back. Don't do, you know, it's like <clears throat> really um, empath blocking. <laughs> it's like right in your way, just putting up roadblocks and then you have to justify it. And then it's, it takes another day or two, you know, then it's a whole thing. Now you've wasted ridiculous amounts of time. So where you want to, um, enhance your intuition, just because let's be clear that a lot of people are going to go, yep, I really hate my job. That's probably where I should start. Okay. Like, Whoa, I don't mean that right away. <laughs> let's just back up a minute. Um, <clears throat> when you're really, uh, learning to not ignore your intuition and learning to allow that energetic flow, which will typically feel, you will feel it from the chest center of the body. When you're trying to align with that better and stop blocking where that flow wants to go, use it with things that aren't going to make a huge impact in your life. You know, um, maybe where you're going to eat, maybe what you're going to do for entertainment, maybe what you're going to do on the weekend. I find a lot of people um, are very, uh, responsible with how they're monitoring their time on the weekend and different things instead of uh, really getting into the flow of the energy and what makes them happy and that sort of thing. So keep kind of have some awareness as far as that goes. The other thing that empaths do that makes them really unhappy is they really want to follow, they follow the leader just by default uh, they they kind of follow in the paths of what other people are doing. And that is structure for them. That's how we've been taught. It's very normal. However, it doesn't work well for an empath. Now you're making choices based on some information that's outside of the body instead of inside of the body, which is where that guidance and that flow is. And so when you start discovering you're an empath and you're discovering these abilities, if you've been making decisions like that through your life with your job and where you live and just how you're spending your money and in how you're spending your time, that really starts to feel not good on a daily basis. If you've really been moving against your intuition, which was the first thing I talked about, and then you just followed what you thought you were supposed to do, external things that appealed to you externally, well, that makes so much a year and this house makes more sense for me and these choices on the weekend are, are what I probably should be doing, then um, you're going to find that the happiness meter is going to go down the more that you're aware of your ability. So you really need to be aware that that sort of thing is going probably most likely going on in your life. You've probably made a lot of choices up until this point in your life where you have followed what you thought the right path was for you. Now this energetic you is awakening, this internal you, this soul part of who you are, and that doesn't match anymore. And that can be very depressing. It can be very discouraging. It can be shocking and it can leave you confused. Because why this whole time was I good? I made these choices many, many years ago based on what was really good for me at the time. And now 
it's not no longer good for me and I don't understand what's happening. Nothing's really happened. <clears throat> well, something happened. You've now tuned into your abilities and the soul part of who you are and you're now really supposed to be making life decisions with this energetic um, flow in mind. But what you did was you made choices on a physical um, existence in mind prior. <clears throat> and so that can become a problem. Then the other thing that happens from all of those things that I was talking about as well is people develop a mindset that is not an intuitive mindset. And that has to be reworked. That's really, really important. And it's so important that I'm going to have to do an entire other podcast on it. So watch for an entire different podcast called Intuitive Mindset. Um, but this mindset that you most likely have developed over the years is, again, based on ignoring your intuition, following what everybody else is doing, all the structuredness of the world. When that happens, it's the, that other type of mindset is also based on fear, money, and worry. There's a lot of uh, low energy that's attached to that mindset. There's a lot of negative thinking and negative energy that's attached to that mindset. Well, you want to be careful of any uh, energy that you are surrounding yourself by and that you are really developing yourself with your own mindset. You want to steer clear mostly of any negativity and low vibration stuff. That's why you don't want to go, you don't want to have people in your life that are offering low vibrations. You don't want to go into places that feel lo vibrationally low or weird for any reason because for whatever reason that area is holding that type of energy. You don't want to have a low vibration or negative energy mindset either because again, you, you will find that you are contradicting yourself. And that is going to become a huge problem. And so that you don't want to happen. You want to really understand your mindset and work with an intuitive mindset. And what, just to give you a brief um, thing of what an intuitive mindset is, it's actually tuning into your intuition on all choices that you're making. It doesn't mean that you make all choices based on your intuition. And like I said, I'll get into this a lot deeper on how to do this, but you are taking into consideration, you are very aware of the energy around that decision. Energy surrounds everything, even your choices. So you're very in, in you're very aware of the energy surrounding that choice and the different energy to the different outcomes, because I'm choosing this versus this. Uh, you're aware of the intuitive information that you're receiving on making these choices, on being at this place, on being around these people. That is a million times more important to take that into consideration than just doing what you think logically is going to work out. Because you will be right way more times based on an intuitive mindset that makes no sense to you. Like, I have no idea why, but I feel like I should do this instead. Like, I don't think I should do that. Now, all logic points to that, but I really don't think that's the where I need to be. You will be right, oh, geez, way, way more times 
when you take that intuitive mindset into consideration than you will if you're just going with typically what you've probably been taught so far and the logical mindset. It just, it, it's incredible what that will do when, it, when you start adding that as a component into your, your life journey, your goals, your decision-making, your choice-making. And I'm talking anywhere from where to live, who to date or who to, you know, be friends with, to what you eat that day. An intuitive mindset really, it, it falls into every single aspect of your life. But like I said, we're going to get into that a little bit later. And then the last thing that I find that um, empaths typically do that really can hinder their happiness is they live their life for everyone else, which kind of follows into, again, a lot of these categories. Uh, it's okay if you've already done that. And I don't feel like people should feel guilty about having done that. But if you're finding that, or even if you're currently doing it, and that's what you want to do, great. But if you're finding it's affecting your happiness, which typically, again, because this is all energy, will affect your, your health, your relationships, and your money flow. Um, if you're finding that it's, it's not vibing with you, it, you, there needs to be some changes there. And why that is important is because when you start living your life for everybody else, when it's, um, you know, spouses and, and kids and, and parents and all that, you really should consider a lot of how, you know, things are, you're involved in their life and like decisions that you're making. But what happens is you don't take any time to figure out what makes you happy. A lot of times we're busy parents and mothers and fathers and and um, family members, and we're it's easier to just do what somebody else is expressing their want is, right? And a lot of times as empaths, we're caretakers, we're healers, we want to calm the energy around us. And so to keep the energy calm around us, we try to keep everybody calm around us. And the way to do that is when they express something that they want to do or something going on in their life, we give, 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 we calm, we nurture, we, you know, do all these things. But what happens is then we forget to have a balance with that. And that's really the key. It's not to just be like, okay, everybody, I'm living my life for myself. Deal with it. Yeah, that doesn't work either. That is not healthy whatsoever. It wouldn't make you a good mom. It wouldn't make you a good spouse. Just would not. But there needs to be some balance and structured time for yourself. And yeah, actually, that's where you should use the structure right there. You should use the structure to make sure that you're paying attention to your vibration, your happiness <clears throat> consistently, and that you are doing things in your life that make you happy. And it can be as simple as, I used to love to go to movies. I want to start going to movies again because I stopped doing that during COVID or doing when I was raising my kids or whatever. Oh, I forgot I used to love to dance. Oh, I haven't traveled in a really long time. You start to put your needs on a back burner because everybody else uh, feels important to you and they should be important to you, but there should and definitely needs to be a balance. And a lot of times when people come to me, um, when I do readings or um, uh, people come, you know, for my classes, they're, they're trying to figure out how to work with this new body and the, these new senses and that that's where they need to find balance. You need to find balance in 
how you're living your life for everybody else and how you're living your life for yourself. And we just naturally feel like, oh, we can handle it and we're fine. And and we don't a lot of times value our happiness as much as we value other people's joy. And in order to be an empath, the the balance has to be equal because when you have happiness and joy, it raises your vibration. When it raises your vibration, it connects you in with all the positive energy and the vibrational energy that is a high frequency that is circling around you and people, places, and things. When that connects, it, and, and also when you start, um, you know, putting out a high frequency, when you start putting out a positive frequency, it gets into universal laws, which I'm, I'm really might have to do either part two on this or we're going to have to um, talk more about this later. But it, it will connect you in on a manifestation level where you're bringing in healthier relationships. You're sending out positive energy to your relationship so it's coming back to you because it all boomerangs back. It all circles back. Whatever you're putting out there is going to circle back into your life. That doesn't mean nothing bad is ever going to happen or low vibration, low frequency, but it does mean that for the majority, you have a lot more control over like what you're bringing in because it's circling back. What you're putting out is coming back in. And so when you want to be on that high frequency, on that positive frequency for your um, money flow, for your relationships and for your health. And so that's why it's so important to make sure that you have balance with, with doing things that fi you find joyful because your frequency raises, goes out, and see, it's like a loop. It's like a catch-22. It raises, things happen, and comes back to you, and then it's going to affect all the other people that you're trying to make happy in your life anyways, or you're trying to calm because that's the type of energy you're giving out. So it's going to kind of resonate with them and their energy is going to shift a little bit and it's going to come back your way. It's going to be beautiful. And so these are the things that you're really going to want to pay attention to, um, at least to start with. This is why that you want to know that you're an empath because a lot of internal struggles come up for impasse and you will need to make some shifts and changes in your life. And um, I will do an additional podcast on what energy is you're going to gravitate towards as far as uh, you will really want to understand universal laws better. Um, manifesting is easier when you're aware of these things like what I don't mean it's just easier. I mean you have a higher natural ability to manifest. You have a higher natural ability when you read energy to work with universal laws. So it's good to understand universal laws and manifesting as an empath um, because you can it can work both ways. Uh, in universal laws and manifesting has this beautiful positive aspect to it. But if you're not understanding it, you can also manifest things that are not so awesome, you know, low vibrational stuff. So um, that's another thing. It's, it's, it's not always happening, but it's something that you want to be aware of because you want to be conscientious of your natural ability to manifest in your life. You really do because then you're paying attention to, did I have a hand in that? And sometimes you're like, yes, I did. And sometimes you're like, dang it, I did. So, <laughs> so you want to know both sides, sides of the coin. It, it makes it 
easier. It makes it feel like you're not pushing a giant boulder up a hill every day, all day long, and trying to hold it there, right? So I'll get into that a little bit more. Maybe when we get into the intuitive thinking podcast would probably be a um, good time to do that because your life experience is just going to be different from here on out. If you if you know that you're an empath, your life experience is, is going to be different. I You can try to pretend like you're not an empath all you want to, but your life experience is still going to be different because you're reading energy now. You are affected by energy. You Your spiritual body is uh, trying to tune into this energy. It's trying to bring you knowledge. It wants to work with you in an energetic manner. Your, your physical body wants to be on board and your brain wants to be on board, but that's where the catch-22 comes in. It needs more information to help align with that. They don't naturally want to work against each other. They naturally want to align, but your brain will need information to understand it so that it can learn to align it. Oh, okay. This intuitive information coming in makes sense because the spiritual body's receiving it and it's energy. Oh, got it. Okay. It makes sense. So even just l- giving it information based on like this podcast, um, will help to allow your two bodies to align. So there's a lot of reasons, personal reasons why you will want to know if you're an empath and there's a lot of changes you're going to want to make, or at least be aware of that an empath's body is needing and craving and you will want to learn to uh, to understand that part of yourself so that you can guide your journey better and help the brain get on board with what's going on. So hopefully you found this helpful. If you want to learn more, you always stop on over at empath-university.com. That's where I do teaching a lot. I have some really great empath courses over there. If you love this, please don't forget to subscribe if you're on YouTube um, and like or comment because I'm always watching for comments. I try to answer within the first 24 hours. If you're on Apple, if you're loving the podcast or Spotify, if you could leave a review, that would be amazing, super helpful, um, and it helps other people to find Uh, what I do and help other empaths. So um, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, all of those things. I hope that you have the most amazing day and we'll talk to you soon. Aloha.